0: Hi, I'm Elise Kennedy. Welcome to Jardin's Startup Tech Series, where we host entrepreneurs, venture funds, and technology companies on trends across the industry. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Fred Shabeska, the co-founder at Comparison Website Finder, but also an author, a blogger, a rich lister, a media commentator, an active member, and I'm sure that's probably just the start of your journey today, Fred. So, We've got a lot to talk about, but I'm going to start by turning it over to you to tell us a little bit about the business Finder.
1: Yeah, I think Finder started off as a, I guess, a real marketing tech company, really. I wouldn't say, you know, with a comparison business. And now we've really evolved to being much more of a fintech with our app and, you know, our money management platform. And we're continuing to really push heavily into cryptocurrency. It's a big area for us and enabling that for people, like everyday people to get the benefits of it. Because I think that's where the opportunity is really what our customers need. It's just all a bit complicated. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a big growth vision. And that's what we like to hear on here. So at the moment, how do you find that your business, how does it make its money? What's its revenue model? And how do you see that evolving over time with the aspirations that you have?
1: We have a few. So the first business we made had commissions. We could pay commissions from, Mm -hmm. you know, banks and insurance companies. And the second business we have is a brokerage. So we broker cryptocurrency and we also run a high yield product, which pays 4% on your capital. Mm -hmm. And that's really a funds under management kind of business
0: few different movers in there. And I'm curious, your geographical footprint, where is that today and where geographically can you take it?
1: We started in Australia and then we went to the US in uh, 16 and then the UK in 2017. And that was really with our comparison business model. And now we're rolling out our, our new business models to those markets. Yeah, We have a little team in Canada also in Southeast Asia, and then we do a lot of development out of Poland, Manila, and Sydney and Adelaide.
0: So then thinking about some of the verticals, as you mentioned, it's so much more today than what started as perhaps a, a comparison website It's a full fintech and more platform delving more into crypto. Do you feel like you're in the verticals that you want to be in today or is there others within, say, the more mature markets, not mature clearly, but more mature markets of A and Z.
1: We pretty much I'd say today in Australia with touch problems as almost everything's on Finder. Yeah. <laughs> I did um, like that. <laughs> there, there are some things that are not, and we're always striving to compare more things for our customers. But I think you know, where our growth is, you know, this new money management system is like it's only just begun. It's a wallet. There's a lot of things, a lot of things we can move into that are very Nearby, We understand how to broker products. We understand how to, you know, the interface and we have very good product and technology efficacy. You know, I think a lot of companies, it sounds strange, but they actually find it hard to build products, actually really hard to build a great technology product. It's not like, oh, let's just get some developers together and we'll just go and engineer something. We'll all do it. (laughs) Yeah, and there's a real art to that, and I think that's something we've gotten better and better at over time. And I think that's really the growth area, right? So gonna is going to roll out some absolutely remarkable new products, particularly in financial services over the next, say, five years. You won't be the same company that everyone knows. And we've really just begun.
0: That's very exciting. I'm looking forward to that. And we see a lot of those guys move into the fintechs disruption. It's just such a market ripe for disruption as we've seen with some of the stocks we cover, like your afterpays, your zips, and whatever else we see coming forward. I'm curious, what and how do you reach your customer set? Because you say products and creating great products is one thing, but then getting them out there, what's your go-to-market strategy find Finder?
1: Well, we're in this really weird position where we've built this publishing sort of platform where we write huge amounts of content and we kind of have this weird unique asset in of ourselves that we are kind of a media company yeah.
0: as well. Yeah. Um,
1: we make podcasts and we run a few YouTube channels and even a few Instagram profiles and now we're experimenting with TikTok. So that, that's really the another area where we're growing our media distribution We also do a lot of public relations. We produce a lot of research, a lot. And that's because we're studying the market continuously. You know, I think we do use traditional channels in digital. But, you know, I just think over time what we've sort of tried to do is really move past that as best we can Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of those channels are becoming less and less effective over time. Yeah. Um, And that's just because they're just getting arbitraged
0: yeah it's know. huge fragmentation too,
1: yeah, so I think it's very organic to begin, and then when we have some a big message we want to get out, we'll really rally our full full court press. That all comes from our marketing backgrounds, a key strength of ours all throughout the organization in you know, understanding marketing and how to really turn it up to like full power. Yeah. That's never been sort of our challenge. Our challenge has tended to be in the past about building great products. But I think now we've sort of started to solve that as well. And we're sort of bringing that together. And, you know, I think Fonda was sort of putting DVDs in the mail and now we're just going to start building our own streaming service. And I think that's that's that sort of moment in time the organization's in.
0: Yeah, and this is why I think we always love from our from our listed space to hear what's happening in that tech landscape because you're not only just tapping into some of those financial products and financial markets, evolving into the way that media is coming through. So a lot of those guys, as we see, it's not just your one stop. Hey, we're operating in one area. I'd love to talk more about the industry as a whole. There's so many things and what Finder can do. But I'm curious about, have you ever stepped back and gone, all right, what is the size of my market? How do I identify, as we call it, our TAM? And how is that being driven? Like if you're a tech stock, for example, with 0 we'll go and say it's a $74 billion enterprise resource market and adoption of accounting software is less than 20%. And so you see this huge runway. How have you ever stepped back and thought about your market?
1: It's pretty simple. Each product has a vertical and it sort of is in an industry. So we just could have looked at, you know, say you're refinancing mortgages, how many mortgages are refinanced each month? I think it's about, I don't know exactly, it's probably about 40,000 mortgages or something like that. So what percentage of that pie can you get? I think 50% go to brokers, but can we be in front of that? And how many of those can we deliver to the brokers? I think each market segment's very interesting in and of itself, but I actually think the more interesting equation is how much of that, attention and engagement are you getting beyond that transaction? And that's really where Finder's really focused on. Like we can go after those segments, but what we're trying to do is actually go and build services and products like our wallet, you know, and our earned product, which has ongoing engagement. It's mm-hmm. not just a transactional nature. So our earned product, if I'm not mistaken, there is a $400 million. Actually, it must be bigger than that. It's probably in $400 billion. Dollars yeah. <laughs> just in savings accounts, doing nothing, earning almost zero percent. Yeah, just idle cash. Mm. And what we want to do is try and you know encourage people to put that to work in Finder and mm. start their journey and figure out ways they can save money, but they can also make some money. Mm-hmm. You know, a little extra money is always good, right? Can't um, hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt at all. And you know, we're seeing some really good take up. Of our product it's very new it's probably four weeks old wow. <laughs> um
0: <You first. laughs>
1: but we've been working on this for probably 12 months and you know we did a lot of work on it and it's really yeah it, it's a great product i would mm-hmm. say and, and i think what you're going to see from us is we're going to take big markets and we're going to go and innovate in them we've always sort of looked at it that way but i think now it's really incorporating the actual product and technology into that innovation. I mm-hmm. think that's probably the difference, right? So we, we sort of was always on trend with every new category, you know, online mattresses, cryptocurrency, streaming. We got out there first. We were mm-hmm. the ones researching it, publishing about it, comparing it. We we're very good at that, right? Now it's about, okay, well, what is the next trend and what's what's something even remarkable and new in a big market? Yeah, And how can we create a product that's convenient, irresistible remarkable and creates a moat for finder and yeah. that's really what you're starting to see you know for us as an organization is this sort of fervent innovation and striving to create you know obviously there's an unbelievable execution after that right mm-hmm. so very precise ruthless execution but i admire a company like sony sony to me is a great company mm-hmm. and The reason why is that it just continues to innovate. It survives and endures, and I love that. It's Walkman, Discman, it's TVs. You know, some of the products obviously have died. PlayStation, an unbelievable platform.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, they got into music, a real conglomerate of businesses, but they found their niche really created something great and remarkable. Mm. I think they have some problems and challenges where the computer is kind of eating them in a way. Our phone has gone from being a connection device to being this all-consuming, multifunction computer that takes photos, renders photos.
0: it goes to my Sony camera and my Sony Discman. It's
1: all gone. Like just eating, (laughs) eating their company. Really. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Having said that, and what's remarkable is, I think Sony is also again adapting again, which is what I love about that organization is they are building all the light sensors. 50% of the light sensors that go in the iPhone are from Sony, which make our pictures really beautiful. That's why, you know, the pictures weren't as good at night now. Yeah. With the <laughs> so so I think, you know, that's the kind of organization finders, you know, what's going to come next? Well, I can tell you there's going to be some real creativity and some new, new products in really big markets. And we're going to keep doing that over and over again and, and really drive the organization from innovation.
0: That's what we like to hear, some of those competitive moats. So let's move on to your competitive landscape. Who do you see as your main competitors? Are there any listed stocks out there? You mentioned Sony, not that it's the same, but the evolution and revolution perhaps is. And then how do you differentiate versus some of those other peers out there?
1: I think there are some listed. It depends on when you say, when you say listed. You know, Obviously, there's a the stocks listed, companies mm. that were in the comparison space. Mm. And I think that we as an organization see that as a good business, but we don't see that as where we want to end up. Yeah. And that's because we want to keep innovating and creating products which are even simpler
0: for Mm. the customer. Yeah.
1: Really the ultimate version of our organization and obviously there's some of those organizations we would compete against. We actually just want to remove the entire function entirely. Like how can you just not compare? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, why are you doing that?
0: Best.
1: <laughs> um, just give me the best always. That's a kind of a pretty intense vision, right? So we're prepared to, but to do that. We're prepared to be controversial and eat our own markets to really move forward, right? Yeah. I think there are like obviously tokens that are in the space, you know, for some of our, our wallet products that do trade well. But I don't think there are many organizations at its core, like Finder. Yeah, I just don't know any yeah. comparison businesses which have made a leap into being a, a digital financial company. Like I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I just haven't done enough research, but
0: I think that, <laughs> Leave it with me. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned the wallet and the earned product. Do you see yourself competing with the likes in that space as opposed to your traditional comparison with the likes of, say, a Square and, and Afterpay and that evolution? Or how do we think about that part of the business and where your direction is for that, given it's newer than perhaps the other core business at this stage?
1: I think that it comes from a deep understanding and knowledge of a market and in crypto, right? And, and crypto is not easy. It's not the same. No, um, <laughs> you, got, you just become a crypto company. You know, I think Block, that's a very interesting company. I think it's interesting Mm -hmm. in the sense that it's really about payments to some extent, and then now getting further and further into Bitcoin in particular, and they really wrap together the consumer and the merchant, and I think that's really their space. Yep. I think Afterpay is really, it's the modern credit card to some extent, and Laybuy has been around for a very long time, and I think eventually... There's probably some sort of like a reality is going to set in eventually for those kind of organisations and obviously there's going to be competition. I think what's interesting, lending money to people is a very profitable business. It has been all throughout time.
0: Mm.
1: And humans always have needed to borrow, bring forward things throughout time. Mm. So, you know, I don't think it's going away. That's like a foundational element of humanity. And I think it solves those things. We don't have a lending product today, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's certainly something that we will innovate and create. We're just, you know, looking at the space and going, okay, where is actually the behavior shift? Where's the white space? What is moving and changing? And also, what does cryptocurrency bring to this that is not actually being done? Or what's the new thing that's not been seen yet? And, Mm -hmm. And that's really where we want to play and operate just because it's our deep strength in crypto.
0: Yeah. And thinking about the economics of the business, so you mentioned aspirations and, and moving in towards the crypto side, lending is another thing, and you've got your different revenue models. But I'm curious, are you in the product suite and vision? Are you thinking about taking that balance sheet risk on yourself or is it more so similar to the model right now where it's, it's partnerships or how do you think about owning that type of growth in the future. Is it on balance sheet or off balance sheet? Or it depends.
1: <laughs> so I'm assuming you mean like in terms of creating new products, like going into lending, for example.
0: Yep. Yep. You have to put X amount of capital behind you or it might be regulated, especially the way that, you know, the buy now pay later guys have had to or. F- regulation is occurring, and same even with the crypto side, right? Are you there just being a conduit between two different existing parties with no necessary alliances, or do you want to play a bit more like Square and build that whole Bitcoin-type lifestyle? Yeah, you know, just curious to know your vision and thinking about that.
1: Like when we look at these markets, we don't want to reinvent stuff wherever we can, yeah. and we tend to focus a bit more on making it simple and easy to use. Mm-hmm. And you know, Robinhood didn't reinvent like brokerage. You could do brokerage, but there's an incredible amount of alpha, and actually a really hard experience. And most of like of the internet was basically getting a feature or a function or something you could do and making it easy to do. Yeah. Building that's actually the place we tend to focus on. So I don't think it's about going and reinventing lending or or something like that. I think those things exist and. They're fine and and they work well. What I do think is there are probably components that can be put together just like Henry Ford did. You know, when he made his car, there were plenty of cars around. There wasn't a shortage of cars and there's heaps of combustion engines and tires and steel. Where can we add as an organization a component that we understand that other people don't and start to bring that to life? That's sort of where we see our capital and where we will add. Either stretch to add new skills and mm-hmm. new things that are in-house or we will make a partnership of some description. Yeah. But mainly, you know, we're not that interested in yet really in building first principles stuff. It's yeah. more combine things together that are probably new and unexplored and unusual and bringing them to life. That's really our strength.
0: And what are some of the risks that you see looking forward? You've got such great visions, but what keeps you up at night when you think about the business, about what could happen or what do you worry about?
1: I just think about execution really all yeah. day yeah. Okay. and exploring. Yeah. Things are moving and really changing. And, and the things that I look at are normally about, let's say, 12% well-formed, that they, they are literally being formed. For example, I'm very interested in the GameFi space play to earn, play and earn, you know, these kinds of models. I think they're fascinating and I think they add a new dimension to what a business can provide and what it means for customers. So if you're earning money as opposed to, you know, with either borrowing or spending, you know, it's always been about borrowing and spending mainly, right? Now turning that, that around, that's a very interesting idea. And so I basically, I'm up most of the night thinking about where does this go and what can this connect to? In some way, shape, or form. And I just sort of read and put ideas together. And I think that's that's really a large degree of what creativity and innovation is about. Yeah. I think a lot of the other side is I spend a lot of time just ensuring we have extremely beautiful execution. That's that's not easy and we're continuously refining that. But operational excellence is not a competitive advantage. Lots of people can operate well, but it doesn't hurt. terms of executing a strategy so i spend time thinking about that as best we can Mm -hmm. and just speaking to critical people and i think that big strategy loops take time and they take time to emerge and there's sort of ideas you pick up and you put back down because they were just a bit early and then somehow you need to remember to come back to them and loop back and that's not that easy to do either but that's the sort of cycle right it's a cycle of when some innovations come out it's just too early the wave hasn't formed you know i think when the oculus first came out it was probably a bit early yeah but now with facebook i actually think we're all ready we're we're done sitting in front of zooms and staring at pieces of glass we want to be fully immersed Mm
0: yeah so you're ready for the metaverse
1: we're still going to stare into pieces of glass it's just that we'll be tricked to thinking that we're not (laughs)
0: So these interviews will evolve eventually. We'll have our Oculus glasses. (laughs)
1: 100%. And people want to watch like that. They want to be in the same room and listen.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, And I'm curious, one of my last questions, it sounds like there's such a vision for where and what the business is going to do. But next 12 months, you have to pick three things. Where do we think that your focus is probably going to be?
1: Well, we're going to continue innovating and creating And billing on our wallet and we're going to roll it out in more countries
0: yeah yeah. around the
1: world and our other business is going to keep growing and keep creating and probably get more efficient as well
0: fantastic well thank you once again fred shibeth co-founder of fintech platform finder we really appreciate your time and being on our jada talking tech series
1: thanks so much thanks for listening